Hi, my name is Peter Janolis, CEO of Allegiant Gold. Allegiant Gold is a mid-tier gold exploration company based in Reno, Nevada, developing their flagship project uh, 30, mil- 30 kilometers outside of the town of Tonopah with one and a half million ounces of gold and nine million ounces in inferred resources. Uh, Allegiant has nine other projects throughout uh, Nevada, Arizona, and New Mexico. Um, and uh, we are fully financed with uh, over $8 million in cash and marketable securities, fully financed for the foreseeable future. We're embarking on a 12 to 15,000 meter drill campaign over the next 12 months. Um, we commence drilling over the next week. So we're, it's something right around the corner for us. Um, different thing on, on this is that we just announced the closing of a $4 million investment by Kinross Gold. Uh, something that I believe is a game changer for us in terms of bringing on a sophisticated partner, which is nearby us, uh, roughly 60 kilometers uh, east, uh, northeast of our property, of our flagship project, uh, Eastside. Uh, Matt, over to you. That's, uh, <laughs> I think you've covered everything. <laughs> hey, Peter, good to see you. I haven't seen you since June. Uh, it's time for our, our annual checkup um, on, on where you are and how you're doing. You've been um, quite busy since we saw you. Um, you you've kind of updated the uh, resource estimate on both the gold and the silver. You raised five million bucks shortly after we uh, we saw you. You've got your BLM approval, um, but it's the it's the Kinross component. I think we're really here to talk about because I think that possibly meaningfully changes um, how this how this project's moving forward. So if I may ask, what, apart from being your neighbor uh, with their um, Round Mountain mine nearby, what was it that kind of drew them to you at this point? Because they've been buying big. I didn't think they'd be coming down as a small company like yourself. What, what, what got them over the edge? Well, I, I don't know if there was a specific trigger that got them over. I mean, we've been... Um, uh, getting close to Kinross over the last five to six years. They've been on the site multiple times. We've developed a very good relationship with our technical staff. Uh, They know Eastside, which is our flagship project, better than any other uh, company out there. It was really a natural fit for us. If we had to rank the majors or the mid-majors out there that would make the best fit for us, Kinross was number one on our list, has been number one on our list for the last five years. Besides, besides our Eastside project, which is where all of our effort and energy goes into, um, they, they, we have other projects that are nearby their Bald Mountain uh, um, mine, um, and they, they've expressed interest in some of our other projects. So it was a natural fit for us. We were looking for a strategic partner that would come in at the Allegiant level as opposed to a project level. We never really wanted to do a joint venture with any any company. And uh, and we, you know, we did have a lot of suitors over the past year. We just uh, couldn't find the right fit for us or, or, or the right terms. Um, and Ken Ross came in. It was a really a seamless process because they, they knew us really well. We know them really well. And there was really no negotiation. It was just, this is what we're looking for. They, this is what they're looking for. And, and, and at the, you know, the timing worked out perfectly for us. Okay. It sounds like you're going to have to update your investment thesis, those, those five points you keep throwing it around. Because um, the Kinross is going to be quite meaningful in terms of attracting people to um, the, the party. But if, if you don't mind, it's how, how much work 
had you done from the you know the the from the the, res- the resource update in August through to now to to kind of attra- to attract them because it, it's they've, they've got to see something there that perhaps they've seen elsewhere in the district. Um, they've got, you know, obviously you've agreed, um, well, I think you've agreed with them what exactly you're going to be doing with their, with, the, with their four million bucks. So can you give us a bit of an insight into sort of, you know, the, the, the nature of the, that part of the conversation? Yeah. Since, since the last time, so since our resource and let, let's, let's use the starting point from the five million financing we did. Um, we, we were, um, you know, trying to close the and expand the operating permit. I think one of the big issues was, Getting through permitting can add a year, a year and a half to expand your operating area. Uh, we started that over a year and a half ago, and and we were granted the permit sometime around September. Um, and and, it, and it's interesting. No investor called us up to congratulate on this, but every major called us up um, to congratulate us on that because anyone in the industry realizes that time is everything, and running that permitting process in parallel to drilling was some of the, one of the best decisions I think we made as a, as a company and as a board. It expanded the uh, area available for drilling by sixfold. So from 600 acres to 3,600 acres, it opens up significant amounts of targets. Um, it allowed us to um, look, you know, potentially drill and get ready for this drilling season. And then after closing the financing and the operating permit, we went and started securing rigs, which um, is not an easy thing to do in this market, particularly in the Western United States. Um, and, and we do have a, a core rig and an RC rig locked up, and we're going to start drilling uh, uh, late next week. So that's when we start. I would I would expect that we're going to be drilling throughout the entire year, um, core and RC drilling. So um, we're going to be very, very busy starting next week all the way till the end of the year. Okay, you had your own 12,000 meter um, drill program lined up. Um, you, know, you, you announced that earlier in the year. Do things now change in terms of what Kinross needs you to do? Because you know they, they've, they've kind of, in a way, meaningful way, they've kind of got their own agenda as well as obviously now being a sort of, uh, strategic investor in, in, in your company. So you're going to have to, is it a little bit of compromise in terms of where you go drilling, what targets you're chasing, you know, what what um, the the result of that additional drilling will do for you. Well, I mean, with their capital um, and invested in us, we 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 worked on an investor um, agreement with them, and where it was it's very clear the rules of of where we're going to spend that money. We offered that up initially; it wasn't something they asked for. We actually offered it up because you know one of our thesis was we do have cash flow coming in henceforth. We don't like to use money we raise in a private placement for GNA. We've historically, you know, mitigated that through our through our business model. So every money, every dollar we we raise generally goes into the ground, and this is not going to be any different. So the four million will go into drilling the high grade area and core drilling, and that that won't change. We may actually expand it. We haven't announced anything, but you know, in, in theory, we should expand the amount of drilling um, in that zone. Um, which will also free up capital we had assigned to the core drilling so we can pull back the money we were going to use our own in our own balance sheet to um, to expand the RC drilling. So exploration drilling, confirmation drilling, core and RC, um, we announced 12,000 meters. My guess is that will expand uh, by a few thousand meters. 
Okay, so you're, you're happy to kind of go um, chasing in, inferred. Um, is there any intent um, at this stage with this money to do any kind of infill trailing and sort of work towards any kind of study, whether that be a PEA or, or, or further resource update? It's, it's a very good question. So the answer is yes. And it may not be in the original pit area right now, but we, we're, we're looking at uh, increasing, going from inferred to measured and indicated in the, our south zone, which is called the castle area. So we would need some drilling there. We anticipate um, uh, further drilling there to uh, upgrade the resource from inferred to measured and indicated. When that occurs, then we would do a PEA. And we've already started a scoping study on the castle area which is not connected to the North original pit zone. So all the drilling from May, from March to, to the foreseeable future will be in the original pit area. But when, when we have a break, we're gonna move a rig or if we can secure a third rig, we'll move that rig down to the castle area, do some, dr some infill drilling to uh, upgrade that to measured and indicated. And it's relatively straightforward to do that. That would be a very, very short order to, I, I can't anticipate more than 10 or 15 holes in the castle area to upgrade that 320,000 ounces to measured and integrated and potentially increase the resources. Right. So, so just in terms of the, I'm trying to understand the, 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 the geology, et cetera, for Kinross's sake, you know, cause they're, they're, they're in the district. They know a lot about their own project and, um, you know, how much of this, so it comes back to an earlier, earlier question. And says, I guess this same question asked in a slightly different way is just again, trying to understand what they get out of it other than being involved in something which may or may not work out. Because obviously, you know, for them, four million bucks is neither here nor here nor there. And I, I guess they've placed a lot of a lot of bets around the place. But this feels a bit closer to home because they're just up the road in a, in a way. So just in, just in terms of any kind of joint technical committees that you may have together, um, is, is, is part of, part of that sort of, you know, compromise or part of that agreement help helping them with some with with their project or is it entirely focused on you uh your company your shareholders it's entirely focused on us they you know they're they're um, our initial design of this program was i want to say influenced prior to them investing was influenced by their theory of drilling deeper in core so we were going to do that irrespective of kinross investing and um you know, we had heard that from them for the last three years. Drilling core and deep drilling is not cheap. And for a junior to do that uh, on, on the budgets that we're running, you know, is, is a risky venture. And having Kinross, their knowledge at Round Mountain, which is relatively similar geology than Eastside, their experience drilling deep their experience when um, I think what really got them over the hump was our results in May, which were some of the some of the best well, the best results we've ever drilled, and probably some of the best results seen in that area for for decades. Um, I think that got them excited, and uh, and so we're going to continue with the plan that we outlined. There may be some minor adjustments, but the plan we've outlined for the core high grade zone target, which is where they're really interested in, is, uh, you know, it's going to go as planned, you know, with some minor adjustments. I can't imagine in the technical committee coming back asking for any major changes because the initial program was based on their theory and their, more than their theory, you know, some of the recommendations to drill deeper.
Right. And, and, and so just again, for people perhaps new to the story, just remind us of the sorts of depths where we're talking about, because it's, and maybe some of the, some of the, some of the grades and, and, and intervals, et cetera. East side is a, in, in, in the original pit zone has, is characterized by a large system with a relatively low grade, um, but a large system. We, what changed in the results we, we talked about in May and what we drilled was a nine hole program where seven of the holes were mineralized at depths starting at 127 meters down to 400 meters. What I found, I think a lot of people found interesting is that it was an RC drill program um, and many of those holes were bottoming in some of the best grades that we had seen before. One of the, one of the holes um, and that we drilled 243 um, had 127 meters of two and a half grams. So, you know, in that area, very, very, very good. Um, but that overshadowed some of the other very good holes that we drilled, which were bottoming in 30, 40, 50 grams for a meter and a half to three meters. And that was the bottom of the hole. There were no other assays to come after that. So that led us scratching our head thinking, wow, if we would have drilled another 50 meters or another 100 meters, what would have occurred? Unfortunately, when you drill RC and you drill at 400, you know, down to 400 meters, it's very difficult. I mean, you're, you're looking at the cuttings, but you really have no idea of the grade um, until you get the assays back. The difference in running a core program is when you do a core, you're, you have a much better, um, better idea of, of the mineralization as it's coming up and you're cutting the core and looking at, you know, looking at the core and analyzing it and still getting it to the assays, but you have a much quicker idea or much the, 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 your ideas can be formed almost on the spot as opposed to RC. So what I think changed with, with the high grade zone is that these were some of the best grades that, that we've ever seen. And it was probably some of the best grades that were seen in Nevada over a period of time. Okay. And so you, just like you say, you're starting, do you say next week? Actually, we start, uh, we start the RC program next at the end of next week. Right. Okay. So, so just in terms of like, how, how long is it going to run? Um, are you doing any kind of phases? Like you're talking about 12,000 meters, but are you going to do that in phases or is it just going to run, run straight through and the assays come back as they come back? How are you going to present the information to the market? Yeah. So we have uh, three main areas we're going to be drilling. So we're going to be start drilling at the East pediment, which is slightly off of the original pit zone. That's an RC program will run about um, probably a couple months. Uh, the core will start. So we have another rig coming in, which is the core rig, which will start early May. That will start in the high grade zone. The uh, other RC rig will be moving to a Western zone that we have there to drill those targets. So at, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's highly likely we'll have two rigs uh, um, uh, drilling at the same time uh, from May all the way to the foreseeable future, where the core rig will definitely be there the entire year. The RC rig will will depend on some of the results we're getting on uh, on assays. But yeah, I, I would expect a lot of news flow and a lot of assays coming out from here um, all the way to the end of the year. Okay, so, so that, that's good. Because like when we've talked in the past, you've been like, I'm not going to do press releases unless I've got something meaningful to say. The example you gave was, I'm, I'm not going to tell you if I'm moving a rig from A to B, right? So, which is absolutely fine. Um, but with these, obviously, these results and, well, actually, off the back of the results you've just recently seen and this new program, I, I guess you'd be quite keen to talk to the market more, more often. In terms of the Kinross component here, you've had lots of uh, conversations with industry because they're 
clearly, you know, they, they, they like what you've seen in the permitting. Um, I guess Kinross might have been incentivized to move a little bit quicker than they would have otherwise, uh, cause you talked about bringing strategic partners in. Um, what's like, for example, IM Gold is a 4.5% shareholder still. There, there are bats. Did you get it? Did you have a conversation with them? Was there any kind of competitive tension to this or is it, or is it really just, it was always going to be Kinross's no. play because they're next door? Well, there was competitive tension because, you know, we, we were putting together a list of the 10 companies we thought made a great fit partner. And, and uh, Kinross was, uh, you know, stepped in and, and essentially, you know, wanted to do a deal before we, we started this. And, we, and the reality is that they were always our best partner. You know, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't into it just to squeeze the last penny out of someone. We, we thought the best partner was what we needed. And Kinross was always number one. They've been number one for the past five years for us. So it's, it was not, there's no secret sauce in it. They are the best partner. We came to a deal which was fair for both sides. And we believe in the long run, our shareholders will be well compensated. And with respect to news releases and press releases and promotion, you know, when we go out and we put out a press release or we promote, you know, we, we don't want to dilute the next price press release or the next news release coming out by putting out fluff. We think that um, over the next, well, as long as I've been part of the company, we have um, a, a significant amount of press releases that can come out over the next 12 months, not just on Eastside, but on some of our other properties, um, which are being um, drilled and, and advanced by other, uh, some of our partners, right? So um, I, I have never I've seen a moment in time of any junior actually in which there's so much um, activity going on over the next 12 months. Okay, well, look, great. You need to stay in touch and let us know how, how you're getting on. We'll definitely be looking out for those for those drill results. Um, with regards to things like the format components, you know, you always talk about oh, we've got 10 projects, we're focused on east side, and we've got three format agreements on the Bolo option. Well, actually, you, re, you re, uh, amended the Bolo option agreement because they didn't kind of spend enough as much money as you'd hope they would last year. What's that new agreement look like? Yeah, I mean, we have a very good relationship with New Placer Dome. You know, they, they weren't able to meet the requirements, the work program. We came to an agreement that was good for them and good for us. Um, you know, the reality is we got a, it was, it was, it was very lucrative for us, for them to pay us additional shares in cash. We were happy to take that money. Um, you know, the reality is if we would have gotten by Bolo, it would have, you know, in, in the midst, this is prior to Kinross, right? So it would have been difficult to advance that project um, in conjunction with Eastside for us, to be fair. Okay. So that's basically given you already, they paid their last 1 million installment, gives you an extra 400,000, 250 cash, 150 in shares. That, that, so it, it, you're happy with that. And that gives them what, the opportunity to earn in how much? They can earn up to 50% of Bolo. They need to spend a million and a half US this year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, we'll see it. And any sign of any of the other um, projects being farmed out or, or, or JVed in some, yeah, some so, way, shape, or form? Yeah, Mogollon, which is in the border between Arizona and New Mexico, is being drilled by Suma Silver very aggressively. They plan for over 15,000 meters, I believe, this year. And they've been aggressively drilling that. Um, that's an amazing project, gold, silver project we had. It was just on the border of Arizona and New Mexico. And the reality, it was very difficult for us to develop it could be a flagship project for any company, actually. It's very difficult for a junior to have two flagship projects. And so 
Um, for us, the deal we struck with Suma was 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 lucrative for us. It was beneficial, and it was it was good for them. They got, I believe, one of the better projects out in the entire U.S. and uh, and they have a credible management team, a great technical team. Those guys are very good. Okay. Okay, we'll have a closer look um, at, at them. Um, so, just on the bowler thing, does that still continue to cover your GNA? I know it's always been low, but have things changed? So, if you not one taking by itself, all three of the farm outs, um, we anticipate will cover the bulk of our GNA over the next two years. Right. Okay. And in, in terms of, do you guys have you guys continue to pay yourselves the same way? I.e., you don't take much out of the company. No, we we our salaries. I don't believe has changed over the last year and a half. Um, right, and then that I, I don't believe it's changed. Okay, and I see I see you're still buying. I see some of the other directors. Yeah, are, are, yeah management and insiders can continue to buy. I mean, obviously our stock uh, didn't. There was a lot of volume. It didn't necessarily react. Um, and the only way, I guess, we can comment on that is rather than putting out a news release saying our stock's not reacting, we can just put money to work and buy with our own pocketbook. And that's what we've done. And we, we've done this recently to the last few days. Yeah, I saw. I saw. So, 70-odd 70, 70 thousand from you since Christmas. Not yeah, so well, just, just in the last three days, and this is all public, I mean, we've been over 15% of the volume has come from management insiders. Yeah, yeah. It's not including good. today, right? So. Not including today. We'll have a look. Um, hey, well, um, Peter, like, like, thanks, thanks for the update. I'm glad there's going to be a bunch more uh, reasons for you to talk to the marketplace with 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 us drilling, and obviously, good news to have um, Kinross on board. Is this has there been, or will there be, some sort of uh, announcement as to you know what 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 does it need to look like for them to you know continue? Because you know, you'll once you've done your drilling, you're going to need to raise some capital and and can and continue to drill, right? What they're clearly an equity holder now, and you, you hope they follow their money with, with the next rounds, et cetera. But what, what do you think you need to do for them and for your shareholders to ensure that that does happen? Well, I think with respect to Kinross, it's it's going to be results-driven, right? Kinross, um, you know, would have put more money in if we, if, we, um, if, if we wanted it. I mean, they're very committed and have stated um, that they would be the lead investor of any new financing in the event we were to do one. I think at this stage, we, we have enough cash on our books. Um, we feel very comfortable executing our plan over the next two years. Um, if, if market conditions uh, allow and, and, and we feel that we're getting great results, well, I'm sure Kinross would step in and, and, and invest additional capital, but uh, we'll play that as, uh, you know, on a day, on a, you know, on, on a results or oriented basis. They, we're going to drill and we're going to see what the results look like. Um, but Kinross has definitely expressed to me on on multiple occasions there they would um, they would be a lead investor in any new financing at a company level, not asset level. Yeah, company level. We're we're at, everything can change at any moment in time, but we are not looking for a a partner in a project level. Okay, brilliant, Peter. Look, appreciate the update. Thanks thanks for coming in. Stay in touch. Let's know how you get on. Okay. Thank you, Matthew. Take care.